This is a HeadGum Podcast. What up, what up, y'all? Welcome to The Scroll Down. I'm Nicole Thurman here as always, not in the studio, but in the internet with my friend and co-host, Marcella Arguello. What's up, girl? <laughs> What's up, girl? What's up, girl? How are you? I'm good, girl. I'm in LA again for a couple weeks. Okay. I'm a bi-coastal bitch, and this week we're yeah, coming you to you live from Los Angeles, and you are in California as well. I'm in Modesto, California, bitch, 209 till I die. Everybody love the 209. I've never been there. Um, oh my god, everybody! Actually, people do love the two hundred nine when they come. Like, if you're visiting, mm-hmm. people love it, and a lot of people who are from here they don't love it. But I love it. I love Modesto. It's fun. We went out dancing last night. We went to Crocodiles. It's like the older nightclub mm-hmm. girl. We had a blast. Ooh, it was hilarious. There was this moment where my sorry guys, just so everybody knows, I'm drunk right <laughs> now because I'm at a family barbecue. And we're having a pool party and the kids are here and my family is here and my friends are here. So like, I'm just going to kind of be all over the place. And if I slur, bitch, that's Here's why. the thing. There's never okay. been a rule written anywhere that you can't do a podcast drunk. So quit judging us, audience. I'm sober. I I'm sober. I also feel like nobody's judging. They're like, she's going to say something crazy. Like, you think I'm crazy when I'm sober, bitch? You're about to find out what is up. So last night we were at dancing mm-hmm. and my brother came, my sister came, her man came, my friends came. We we're just like, and this place is like, it basically describe it as like a wedding reception with no family. Like, it's so fun. It's a very older crowd. I love it. They play literally only wedding music. It's the fucking best. You know every song that plays. And if you don't know it, you it's fucking easy to enjoy. Uh-huh. There is a moment where they drop TLC No Scrubs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Classic. Classic. When you hear those, when you hear the little guitar strum and you know it's about to be lit. It's lit. So me, my friend Sandy, my friend Rosie, shout out to them. And they love the podcast. They love you. They're very nice. I met them in uh, New York. They're sweethearts. At the Mm -hmm. Bell House. Yeah, they were fun. And so that song comes on. The three of us are um, just berating my brother, calling him a scrub. We're singing the lyrics to my brother. And we're just like, fucking hell, I know, no, I know. And we're all doing it. My brother's very playful and fun. Shout out to Nick. And he is like pretending to be sad. Like, well, I'm a scrub, you know, like he's going with like that routine that we're doing. Mm -hmm. So we're just being fucking mean to him. We're bullying him on the dance floor and we're on the dance Mm -hmm. floor. Like people are watching us. And then this woman comes up, gets in between three of us and my brother and started dancing with my brother, bitch. And we're just like, this bitch wants a scrub. (laughs) Like she wants it. We clearly stated he was a scrub. He looked sad about it for some reason. She's, you know what? That girl, that girl is me. I, I see all the flags. I know all the signs. I still want to dance. Fuck it. Girl, my cheeks were hurting. For, I haven't laughed that hard in so long. You know, when you're like in the dance floor and you feel like you're in the video. Oh, yeah. we, it, that's how it felt. And this bitch went director's cut and got in between. and was like, now nah, we doing something different mm-hmm. today. Remix. It was whole fucking one of the funniest shit that's ever happened on the dance floor anyways how how are you what's going on with you well i don't have that many stories i'm I'm good i'm in la for a couple weeks here to i'm writing on a tv show and so i'm here to shoot and they flew me back and can i just say i got to fly not just first class but in one of those fucking pods have you ever flown in one of those (gasps) no 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 i'm like tell me literally i don't even i don't even think that i can go back to regular first class (laughs) 
helicopter flying on a pond. Oh my god! It like it has these. For first of all, it has like a shelf. You can put all your stuff on the shelf. Your purse, your everything can just be on this thing. You can lean on it. It's like a little table. Then it has a huge TV. It has a chair that you can put. It like says like recline, lounge, or bed. And you can wow. like they give you blankets and pillows. You can fully sleep in a bed while you're traveling across the country. It's literally the best flight I've ever had in my life, and I I'll never be the same. And I don't even like I didn't want it to end. <laughs> so it was really nice. I'm a hundred percent jealous, bitch. My flight back from New York. Do you know what I experienced for the first time in my whole what? life? A fucking screaming baby oh, yeah. for six hours right behind me. My ears. My ears, when I walked off that plane, they felt like they were bleeding. It took me two hours for my ears to just stop hurting. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not even like, <laughs> yeah. So it was that thing where I was like, what is going on? And I feel bad for the baby. There's a toddler. She's a toddler. Mm. Like it was one of those things where like, I don't know if she's teething. I don't know. I don't right. know. I didn't know. When we landed, the parents started talking to each other. They were like sitting on um, opposite aisles, uh-huh. but they were in the same aisle, but opposite uh-huh. sides. And they're just like, oh, my God, did you see me sleeping? Oh, yeah. she Because they were like trading the baby the whole time. And she was like, yeah, she was watching you while you. And I was just like, oh, so you guys can talk. You just don't talk to your crying right, baby. Right. They didn't do shit. They didn't, they didn't sing to her. They didn't soothe her. They didn't read her a book. They didn't sing her a song. They didn't have no toys, no squeaky, no no keys. Nothing, bitch. They, they just let the, you know, that technique that some parents do, like you let cry them it cry out. it out. Mm-hmm. What, I, which, you know, some which is fine in the house. Not on a plane. Do, yeah. In, not on a plane. On the plane is when you fucking bust out all the treats and things that that fucking blows their minds. I should have known that they were bad parents when they fucking closed the window. Because when they when it's like the windows are for the children. The windows aren't for adults. The windows are for holding a baby like, look at the clouds. Look at the this. Look at the and they didn't do none of that shit. I thought I was furious When, when we landed. I look back and I see like. This couple, I felt so bad for them. I was like, I thought I had a bad, like it was in front of me, but it was right in their ear. And I was like, Ooh, I can't imagine sitting next to them. Like I thought being right in front of them was bad. Woo. It was, it was a lot. Babies crying. It gives me anxiety to hear a baby cry. And so to hear a baby cry for six hours, I don't know. I mean, on a, because like planes already give me anxiety. And then to hear a baby crying for that long on a plane, it's like, that's too much. It's overwhelming. I also feel like people always make that fucking joke again, maybe like hashtag joke of the week type shit where People, like comedians especially, they always do the same joke. Oh, babies, people with babies should like fly on a separate flight. They should have their own. And it's like, no, they shouldn't. Parents should not with babies. That's fucked up. They shouldn't have. But what they should have is the option when they're fucking pushing that refreshment cart down the aisle. That if you got a screaming ass baby, bust out the fucking NyQuil. Give the baby a little, Mm -hmm. just a little teeth rub Mm -hmm. of some whiskey or some shit. Like knock them out. These mother. Yeah. For real. Yeah, that's for everybody's sake. I, I can't even it imagine. Was crazy. Not, I'm like glad I don't have kids or have to worry about kids on planes because mm-hmm. that is too much. Because it's like a lot of times you never know when they're going to go crazy. You never know how to control it. Like some parents, it's like they're trying to stop it. Sounds like those parents were not. But yeah, um, they were not. It's just crazy. And that's the thing. I was thinking that, too. I was like, you know, when there's parents that are trying to stop it, you like feel for them like, wow, this baby will just not succumb to the soothing sounds of their parents. These parents aren't doing that. It was that th- 
Yeah. My God, I feel like I'm rambling, bitch. I'm drunk. I'm sorry, everybody. It's gonna be quite a roller coaster of a pod. We're gonna have a quite a roller coaster of a pod. Quite. But you know what? We're just living our best lives. We're we're in different yeah. parts of California. We're on Zoom for the four millionth month in a row. We're living. Yeah. Uh, it was. I will say it was really cool to do the podcast in person. I hope we can do yeah, it again. Yeah, I know. I think that hopefully we will. I know. I don't know what's going on with all this Delta. It's it's so weird. Like being in LA, it's so much more intense than it is in New York. Like I don't know. I can't ever tell what the vibe is. It's like if you're well, at I mean, parties, you're like, what's right. the party vibe? Is it like scared and masked or is it like living our lives until we can't? We're like, that's New York <laughs> is living our lives until we can't. And <laughs> you, like today I went to a workout class uh, here and it's like a, they have the same place. It's a boxing class that I go to and they have the same place in New York. But in New York, you don't have to wear masks. And here you had to wear a mask. And I was going to die. I thought I was going to die because that was the first time I've ever done a workout class with a mask. It was intense. Yeah. I mean, but that was the thing that the um, we were able to do it in person because in New York, it's not as crazy. Yeah. L.A. is too fucking crazy the delta shit is like out of control new yorkers are like just like they're just starting to experience the delta yeah everybody just be safe out there even if you're back out there even if you're back be safe i mean you never know these germs are out to get us um so shall we get it started with the main character yeah on the main character main character you're trending main character Brendan Fraser is back, baby. Brendan Fraser is back. Alert Encino Man is coming back. <laughs> he don't look like Encino Man anymore, but we still love him no. so much. So there was this viral video going around of Brendan Fraser, who he was talking to what, like a fan? He's about to be in a couple big movies. One of them is Martin Scorsese's upcoming film, Killers of the Flower Moon. And the other one is Darren Aronofsky's The Whale. So it's like mm-hmm. two huge directors, two big huge. movies. And we put in Brandon Frazier up in them, which is great. And so he was talking yeah. to what? Like a cosplayer, some kind of fan at a meet and greet. This clip is going viral. It's really, it's actually very sweet. I saw it and I was like, this is so cute. And he's like in this cowboy hat, which probably because he's balding and he looks terrible. Mm-hmm. I love when men adapt. You got to adapt. Let's start there. That's the thing. I love, I love when they adapt. They're just like, bitch, this part of me looks stupid and I'm going to be playful. And he's wearing a cowboy hat and this girl gives him the sweetest compliment. She just said, there's so many people who love you and we're rooting for you and we can't wait to see what you do next. And then he tipped his little cowboy hat and he started. He tipped his hat. He took a little drink. Mm -hmm. He goes, shucks, Mike. He got all all, like verklempt. He He got got all like, you know, a little uh, lump in his throat. Isn't that interesting too? Because it's like, I mean, he's obviously was very famous. He probably is, you know, just chilling with his mummy money. (laughs) So he's like good. But there is still that feeling of like, you forget that people love you so much because you're not like popping off every day like he was back in the day. And so I think he really, like he really felt that and it really felt nice Mm -hmm. for him, which was so sweet. sweet i also i just love when when people especially because the crazy year we had with covid and just the the terrible just regular terrible shit and covid it i'm a big big believer in giving people their flowers while they're here i'm that drunk person that gives speeches to my friends when i'm like i just feel the love i give impromptu speeches because i want to just be like no right now this moment is important so i'm a big believer in giving people their flowers and i love Especially when they're alive. Like, you should not wait until people are dead to give them their flowers. So I love that this girl was just like, we're all, there's so many people that are rooting for you. And and, and he felt it. And it was nice because it was, it is true. Yeah. People love Brendan Fraser. So many people have grown up on him. 
and he was so impactful yeah. and remember and he was such a fucking fox well like, first yeah. of all you guys i have so many thoughts from so many things you said but i did this like this like thread of like 90s hotties or something on twitter and people were putting posting gifts of him from when he was an encino man and airheads and had that long hair which i like long hair and i like a little bit of a rocker yeah. look and he yeah, was so hot like he was just so hot I mean, he was so hot. I think it's one of the, he's one of those people that I, I mean, you always kind of knew it. He was always like a big part of our childhoods. He was always like a big nineties guy, but then you go back and look at it now and you're like, he was fine as hell, you know? And he never gave creepy vibes. He seemed very yeah, sweet. Exactly. And it's, and just for the record, it's not like he's like some hideous man no. now, you know, he's just as, as people do, you age, you fucking, you know, your, your body changes. And, and also like he took a step back from the limelight for multiple reasons, which we could get into. I don't know if we didn't want to. It's just like, it's sweet to see him pop up. And then, and the first thing he kind of experiences is this like this cutie little fan. I mean, I also like that it was a little like flirtation vibe there too. Did you catch that? Like I like that they're just like <laughs> yeah i think it's just like it's nice to see yeah it's nice to kind of just feel like a little energy and that sweet like genuinely enjoying such a nice little compliment because i think she it says yeah. she was a co- it says she's a cosplayer it says it was a meet and greet so it's very, like yeah. just a fan being like just so you know we love you and then there's yeah. something that's really sweet about it i'm the same way talking about giving people their flowers like i'm the type of person that people always think i'm hitting on them i had a, a weird interaction with a barista last week where i was like sorry I, please i was just telling you I love your voice. I will, I'm trying. I'm not trying to have it next to me in bed. But it's like right. I always. I I think it's just so important. If you see, it, like, if I see an attractive man, I'll be like, "You're a beautiful man." That's all. I'm not trying to do anything. Yeah. If I see, like, if anybody's doing a good job, I'll watch TV shows and there'll be like a guest actor who has like one scene, and I'll go to their Instagram and I'll be like, "Great job!" Because I think, like, like, if I think somebody's good, I think I want to tell them. And it's like, yeah, you, you do want to give people mm-hmm. love and let them know because I just think there's such a like. Everybody's always trying to be so fucking cool and everybody's always trying to mm-hmm. like protect themselves or look mm-hmm. out for themselves or promote themselves when it's like we could all just like give each other love and and tell people when they're doing an awesome job and remind them that they're amazing. And then people would probably feel a lot fucking better if we weren't always trolling them. Part of the reason like that barista thought you were flirting is because if you aren't like genuinely giving people love and respect in the moment as it stands when you see it. They're, they're so not used to it. I remember one time I went out, oh, it was like a, a Christmas party and we were just, it was basically a dance party in New York. This beautiful man was dancing with me, but I was like, like not even hating on him. I just was like, you're beautiful. Like, and he was, he was so fucking beautiful mm-hmm. and like bone structure type shit. We were just like, you're like, like just beautiful. So I told him that. And the way his face changed, like, he just had never, I don't know if never heard it, but he certainly hadn't heard it in a while, if, like, again, if ever. Mm-hmm. And it turned into that thing where I was like, he thought I was flirting with him. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not, I am, I wasn't flirting with him. I just was like, God damn, he is striking mm-hmm. to the point where you're just like, you, it's almost like you have to say it. Yeah. And uh, it just kind of, like, broke my heart a little bit to be like, oh, no, like, I'm not even trying to fuck. I just, like, genuinely thought, like, you are a striking man and you need to hear it. Because, again, you give people their flowers when they, when they when they should hear it, when you feel it, when it like, you know, captures you. Yeah. It's cute if you watch the video because he, you know, he's so like forward in the video, like he's doing the, inter- or the, the interaction with this girl and he's like, da, da, da. and then she says, it, and he kind of like goes back. Cause it's like, when you hear that shit, you're, you are not to say blown away, but you are kind of taken aback. Yeah. If you're not a, not used to it or not used to hearing it. 
and also not expecting it. It's like, oh shit, this is so nice. I haven't heard this in a while. Right, and I think that like when somebody has been out of the limelight, you forget that you have fans, especially because it's like, I don't think he yeah. probably has a big online presence, maybe nothing on social media. So it's not like no. he's got people tweeting at him all the time. And mm -hmm. so it is kind of that nice vibe. Like I did talk a little bit about this, but like Instagram DMs, sometimes there's just a random person who will just literally slide in to say something really sweet when they think that you seem like you're in a bad mood. They might be like, right. you make so many people happy. Like we love this and we love that and you're like damn like that really makes you feel good because sometimes you forget that you have an effect on people and I bet he yeah. had gone years with not feeling like he had an effect on people so now he's just like oh my god shucks <laughs> you, know, you yeah. know you know a white dude is verklempt when he comes up with the shucks you know what I'm saying like he <laughs> was really feeling like wow thank you you know the you know the moral of the story is tell baristas that they're hot but then also tell them that you're not trying to fuck them because <laughs> they will think you're trying to but I think also it's a man <laughs> thing probably men don't get to hear that as often like women always hear that's true you're beautiful we hear, mm -hmm. I love your hair I love your shirt like always random compliments yeah. men don't get to hear that as often yeah, because also women are easy to compliment each yeah. other, but men don't compliment each exactly. other. I'm glad he's coming back. I love him. And he's a great actor, too. He is a great actor. He's very talented. He's uh, captivating to watch. Another thing that's been popping off on uh, TikTok, on the talk, um, has been Rush Talk. Have you been seeing any of this, like, sorority rushing? I have not, but I'm, like, super into it. I feel it. like I just keep randomly hearing about it. I haven't really been on TikTok that much, and I don't feel like this would be on my For You page because it knows better. <laughs> <laughs> it knows better but uh it it's like a bunch of like southern sororities they're like rushing and doing all of those things that they're trying to get into whatever is that what you do you rush a sorority like bitch i don't know i'm a dropout so i, yeah, I don't know you. what they do i never was in that world but they're all trying to get into sororities and so they're what they're doing they're like going on tiktok and talking about what they're wearing they like go through their outfits and all of them have like really thick southern accents um one of them, who is the fan favorite, her name is Michaela, a.k.a. What Would Jimmy Buffett Do on TikTok. She also posted that she didn't get into any of the sorority houses that she rushed. Uh, and then a video surfaced of her. It's like everybody is a celebrity now and everybody can get canceled, just like the celebrities can. Like you, like stars, they're just like us. We are just like celebrities. <laughs> we fucking get canceled because she got... A video surfaced where she was underage drinking at a bar. I think she was like 17 or something like that. Mm. So they're saying that's why she maybe didn't get into the sorority. But then there's other people saying that she's like an awful person and bringing up stuff from when she was like really young. She's a freshman in college. And everybody's like, bro, yeah. in high school, she was trash. We hated her. <laughs> that's fine. And so, which is also like, that's fine. You should be trash in high I mean, you shouldn't be, but you also like, if you are like, that doesn't mean you're not going to be a good person in the long right. run. I mean, we, cause we talked about that. I feel like you said, we've talked about you. You said you were like, yeah. you did a lot of stuff that you regret now. I would hope. And you don't you don't yeah. stand for that stuff anymore. And I wonder how old she is now, because if she was 17 looked, it, that's it, a year it, ago. Yeah, it looks like she's 20 now. But I will say when I was 17, it's really funny. I mean, you know, underage drinking is questionable, but I, which is hilarious to think that that would be the reason they wouldn't let her into a sorority. It's like all you motherfuckers do is drink. Yep. That is part of the culture. culture of uh, sororities and fraternities and shit so like that's a goofy ass uh thing but when i graduated high school um i wasn't 18 i was 17 and because i'm a summer baby but in modesto there's this well there used to be this annual music festival called x fest exclamation festival 
And uh, there was like this local band that me and my girls love called Flying Blind. <laughs> Shout out to them. We snuck into this festival when I was 17. It was a 21 and over festival. And I snuck in. And it was like super easy to sneak in. And then we walked <laughs> in. And we weren't, we weren't even drinking. I didn't drink uh, until I was 21. And so we were just there. And I was a nerd. I was a nerd. And we just like went in. We just wanted to watch the band. But... It was crazy because the guy that uh, took pictures at my high school, like for the high school graduation, mm -hmm. he was at XFS taking pictures for the paper. Uh -huh. And then I avoided him for years because I was like, I got on the cover of the Modesto B when I was 17 years old for a festival that was 21 and over. But um, I just think about how like, imagine if people saw that and they tried to hold that against me and like, I wasn't drinking. I just was underage at this event and just trying to enjoy myself. Not to mention, even if you were, because that's the thing is like when I was 17, I was underage drinking and I did wow. get my tongue pierced and it was, wow. uh, you know, I did do stuff. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't a bad kid actually. I was like pretty cool actually and wow. good, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting because it's like, she's so young. She's still so young. So like, what yeah. are we really doing? 20 is very young yeah. there's no reason for her to not be getting into sororities just for it's not whatever. if she's if she's like a sh shitty person and people don't like her then yeah that makes sense i guess That's right because like i don't totally. understand what the criteria is to get into sororities but i would say if you people don't yeah, want to live with you they're not going to want to put you in their little delta sigma chi or whatever yeah but i can't imagine that every fucking sorority girl is some awesome person to be no, around they're probably, you know but what they're I mean? probably like, all fake so maybe she wasn't fake you know what i mean <laughs> Well, like, I mean, like, I think that, like, to get extremely, into extremely relatable, I can relate to, to that. People don't like me because I'm not. Yeah, fake, like when you so get into like, like to get. Yeah. To be like cool with like a group of girls, you have to act like, you know, you like all the same things, you like the same clothes. Right. You're all wearing the same belt from PacSun. And then right. but this, maybe she was just like, I don't like that. <laughs> and they were like, yeah. oh, this bitch sucks. But I don't, I don't I don't know what her deal was, right. but it seems like. There's been a lot of drama about it. And it's so funny to think because so many adults have opinions about it because they're all watching it on TikTok. On TikTok. Right. That's why it was wild. Sorority is conformity. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Nicole? that's what I, I mean. Is that your official statement? I don't think I want to make anything official, but I do wow. think it's probably easier to be in a sorority if you're agreeable. I'll say agreeable. Right. But I think it's easier to do almost anything. There's a lot of times where I'll see people being like, you know, everybody loves working with blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but it's just because blah, blah, blah doesn't have an opinion. That's the only reason why. Right. They're untalented, but they're very nice yeah. to be around. I mean, that is that's the industry. That is Hollywood in a nutshell. It works. It works in society. It works in the industry. It's why I have very much struggled within like a lot of spaces. Mm -hmm. So I think you're money on that shit because that's 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 super. That's yeah, that's so it. Who knows the real reason? Maybe some TikTok sleuth will get in on it and we'll find out. But all I gotta say is it seems to be popping off. I heard about it from like a 46 year old woman. So it's like people are really wow. It's TikTok is so interesting because TikTok is really so like it's like real life, and so you do find yeah. yourself watching videos that are made by people who are super young and kind of like getting involved with this weird culture that's not even close to your world. I don't know. I got to watch some right. of these Rush Talk videos, but I don't want to watch them on my TikTok because I don't want my algorithm thinking that's what I want to watch. <laughs> All I want to watch is relationships, dating coaches, and like, I don't know, people fucking doing really weird shit on TikTok. That's all I want to see. That's funny. I just like funny shit, so. Okay, y'all, we're going to take a little quick break so that we can pay some bills and get some sponsors and get some free stuff. So y'all just chill for a minute. Speaking of funny shit, let's get into joke of the week. Oh, that's 
funny. That's the joke of the week. <laughs> Can we just say there's been so much joke of the week shit going on this week? Like we got many people actually tagging us in the in the uh, butter cookie tin can sewing materials in the tin can shit. There was one tweet that went viral that was like my fall plans and the Delta variant, and it's like the butter cookies, and then the Delta variant is the sewing supplies. Many, many people tagged us in that. We support you because you're supporting us when you tag us in, in shit that uh, goes to the podcast because we talked about that yeah. already. Um, but it was it was very joke of the week. Like, God damn, the sewing material it's going out again. again. We're seeing it again. again. But also, please always tag us when you see stuff that we talk always. about on the podcast because it makes my heart so happy when someone's like, Me too. we were listening to all the shit you were talking and we saw this and it made us think of you. Please do that always. I love it. So my favorite of it was the Jason Derulo one because that was, was my friend. Oh, that was your I was friend. Just gonna, I was just gonna talk about that's my friend John Sabine. Shout out to Sabine. I- oh my! What was perfect about it is okay. My fall plans. It implies the season, the fall. Oh yeah. But is is Jason Derulo falling down those fucking red carpets? Shout out to John. This is the most layered yeah. referenced tweet that i have seen in a very long time it's like people i don't i don't know if people understand how genius it is like you can enjoy it on the surface but it is fucking layered okay yeah but the surface of it so uh, there's a big joke that goes around twitter it's become a meme and it's not even a true story but like years ago at the met gala someone fell down the stairs and then there was a tweet that went out like like not just fall but like a fucking full-blown full body flip down the stairs flew like in a white suit falling down the red carpet yeah and the picture is them literally like their head is down their feet are in the air they are fucking falling and so someone tweeted about it. i think it was a journalist thought it was jason derulo and so the journalist tweeted jason derulo has fallen down the stairs at the met gala and so every year every time there's an award ceremony especially when it's the met gala somebody posts that meme it's always always funny i've posted it millions of times it's so funny and you can post it in any situation like any kind of um red carpet party somebody will post jason (laughs) derulo has fallen down the stairs at the met gala and it fucking always crushes it's so funny. And so, it's so funny. Yeah, so somebody, so my friend John Sabine posted my plans, a picture of Jason Derulo versus the fall, or versus the Delta variant, and it was this picture of the stairs at the Met Gala. Yeah, and it's beautiful <laughs> because it's a seasonal joke, my fall plans versus the Delta variant, and it's play on words as I'm falling, the, my fall plans. Like, it's, just, I love it so much. It made my heart just, I was, as a comedian, as a writer, I was like, this is so perfect. Yeah. Actually, I'm looking at it right now and I realized I didn't retweet it. I'm hitting retweet right yeah. now because I, I just didn't saw the retweet. So bad. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> and um, so funny. That that's actually also this is joke of the week. Is a lot of times I feel like we're like, why do people always say the same thing? But this one, I like when there's moments like this on Twitter where there's a meme that Me goes too. around where it's like this and this, or like, can it, and it can just be two simple pictures, and it's like it's almost like a game, like who's gonna get it's it, like who's gonna knock joke. it. It's an inside it's joke. An inside joke. It's always it's always so fun to see all the stuff people come up with. Some people like slay it. Other people are like, okay, there was one last year which was my plans versus twenty twenty. 
there have been those calendar things where it's like January, February, and there's pictures of celebrities in every picture and like they're progressively getting more stressed out. That kind of stuff is always so fun to me because I feel like it's like the internet coming together and everyone mm-hmm. is just like having fucking fun, mm-hmm. like pure fun. And it is. And it is perfect. I always enjoy that. I was talking about this with my friend the other day um, where it's like it always starts where it's like a fun meme. Everybody's having a good time. Then there's like a little lag where it starts to die. Then there's the fucking meme haters that come out. Oh, always. Oh. And they're like, my plans were to go outside and have fun. But the Delta variant is not even the problem. It's the people who aren't getting vaccinated because they're going for the likes. And I'm like, listen, right. can you just not? They're going for the, the woke <laughs> likes. They're going for the woke yeah, likes. Like, can you please just stop? Some people, you know, here is a problem. And I actually had to address this with myself a few years ago as a stand-up. Mm-hmm. Is that if you lose the silliness... Mm-hmm. In, in your humor, the humor really suffers. And you you do only get a certain type of person that wants to, like, enjoy, quote, unquote, enjoy you. And I think silliness is so important, not just in performance and stand-up and writing, but, like, just in life. Like, y'all need to learn how to be more silly. And I'm so glad I re-tapped into it, and I remember catching myself. And you know what it was, too? Because there was a moment where Nicki Minaj took herself too serious to the point where it was like, bitch, you were just always angry. And I was like, wait a minute, mm. I'm always angry. Like I need to check myself. Mm. Like I can't even be upset with her right now. Like this is a reflection of myself, like that projecting bullshit that you do when you hate on someone. And this was a while ago. And I was like, I need to be more silly. Like she, cause I remember thinking that I was like, she just needs to be more silly. She needs to stop taking this. You rap yeah. for a living, bitch. Like be silly. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I do comedy for a living and I'm not even being silly. And it's that thing where I wish more people would just tap into their silliness yeah. more. Doja Cat has a great song uh, called Imagine. I don't know if you've listened to the new album, but she has this great song called Imagine. Mm-hmm. And then she even has this line that was like, I'm a ima- uh, something about her imagination being good because she's childish. And I was like, yeah, people need to stop losing that connection because like when you make yourself laugh or when you make other people laugh, it's like the silliness is what really is so well, fun. That's definitely, and I think that's people- what definitely happens like as you're an adult. It's even like people mm-hmm. always talk about how kids are amazing improvisers and the reason they're amazing improvisers is because they they can think of anything and it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're never censoring themselves. They're not judging themselves. They're not giving a fuck about what their little Jimmy friends. I don't know his name is. Jim. Right. They're out, they're not, they don't care what James thinks. They're just like living their life and like unabashedly having fun. And as you grow up, you start to obviously worry about what people are thinking, yeah. worry about what you're thinking, wanting to look perfect. Da, 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 da. I always think perfection always breeds like either people being super like mean or uptight or like mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. being, not having fun, losing joy. Yeah. And so, yeah, it is like, I think that is such a that was something that like when the pandemic was happening, I realized (laughs) I realized that when I see like a bunch of trauma and drama and sadness, I just completely get goofy and like Mm. can't bring myself to fully dive into like I don't doom scroll like I'm not that person because I just don't do that like I just keep having fun because otherwise I'm going to crawl into bed and never get out and so I think that that was that's something that appeals to other people too because they see the like joy and they they like want to be around that that's a part of Twitter that I absolutely cannot stand is like getting the woke likes and like shitting on a meme yeah sometimes I'll be like listen I'm not gonna get in on this meme I don't even know what y'all are talking about but that's all I'm gonna say I'm not going to try to make it woke and I'm not going to try to make it serious because who the hell wants that? All day, every day, all we see is news about the Delta variant and vaccines and how people are dicks. So why shit on a meme that we're just having fun with? You know, I always I always find it funny when um, there's like a news story or a popular meme or something and like a stand up. I don't which is when other people do it, I don't care. But when a stand up comedian or a comedic writer goes, who cares? I'm like, no, bitch. 
you're a comedian and you're a writer. You, who cares is not something you should be saying. If you no. don't have a take, yeah. if you don't have a funny take, don't even, That's don't. what it is. Don't yeah. comment on it. it. Who cares? It's like, no, it's popular for a reason because people Absolutely. care, whether it's serious or not. Like, who cares as a comedian? Like, or again, a regular person, if you think who cares, fine. But like, <laughs> if your job you're is right. to be funny and notice funny shit, and that's why people follow you, you should care. Yep. And if you can't find an angle, retweet someone who said something funny. Retweet a That's funny one, it. honey, and then get off the internet. Log on. You know what I did? Okay, one more that I saw that was really fucking funny. Uh, it was my fall plans, and it's Theo from the Huxtables holding up that, like, nice shirt, the designer shirt that he thought he got. And then the Delta variant, it was, like, the sweater when it looks like trash. Oh, the yeah, shirt yeah, was yeah. terrible. It was so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, there were some funny there ones. Were some there were some funny. Um, but I, w- I have been enjoying it. It's been a funny. I do. I have been. Yeah, it. I love that stuff. I think that stuff is so fun. It's just those moments where Twitter feels like. Remember when like at, you were on it at midnight? You were great on it. Oh, I was so good. I won Shut so up. many times. <laughs> Marcella is. Li- li- this is part of why she does well, but it's also hilarious because Marcella is never going to be someone that's like, oh my God, thank you so much. She'll be like, yeah, I was fucking awesome. <laughs> You know what's you know what's funny, Nicole? What? So I've been this way since I was a kid. Like I have never done the <laughs> thank you. I've I've always been like like since I was literally a child. That's how I that's was always my reaction. I just I just thought it was funny. So my mom learned English through us, through the four kids, right? And so uh, when I was like a little bit older, I don't know, 12, 13, 14, I don't know, you know, something like that, she someone complimented her. And she goes, I know. Oh. And I was mortified. Oh, and I went up to her and I was all, Mama, you can't say I know. You have to say I thank you. And she goes, but that's what you always say. I thought that's what a, that's what you oh. do. I thought that's what Americans I'm do. Kidding. Like, that's what. And I was mortified because I was like, she's right. Oh. I do that. But to be funny. And she didn't realize I was doing that to be funny. She thought that was like gen- genuinely thought that's how people reacted when it, when someone compliments you. You're supposed to say, I know. I am obsessed with that i love that's like the the view thing when they're like you're beyonce and she's like thank you Uh, thank you (laughs) it's that energy Anyway, that's it, adorable. It's very, very bulky from uh, uh, Perfect Strangers. Uh, yes, it was very bulky in that moment. That's but so like, cute. I think about it all the time because she still does yeah. it. So every now and again, she still kind of does it. And I'm always like, Mom, you just a thing. And she's like, oh, yeah, my bad. I forgot. So but I just, I, it always cracks me up because she she was like, no, it's because of you I do that. I don't do that for yeah. You're the one who says it. All. And I was like, damn, you're right. Yeah, you. She learned it from she, watching me. She learned me, it from bitch. watching me. Yeah. Anyway, so all I was saying was this this meme, these times of the when the internet gets like this reminds me of when at midnight was popping off and everybody was like coming together to answer the silly questions on at midnight to see mm-hmm. who would get retweeted or whatever. It's that same energy. And it's just yeah. nice when everybody can just have fun yeah. together instead of like being silly. Being like a yeah, like instead of like mobbing on one person for the day. So honestly, that's why they, when the internet's slow and when the internet's just memeing, sometimes that's nice. I kind of enjoy it. Oh, it's so nice. It's 2009 Twitter back again, and we love I'll take it. 2009 Twitter. God damn, everything is all the all the things are coming back. And can I please get 2009 Twitter back, please? Instead of democracy destroying Twitter, please. Instead of Trump and propaganda Twitter, please. Okay. So let's get into internet crushes. Oh, I have a crush. Ooh. I love him. Oh, so fine. I, I, so I posted this the other day and you were like, we need to talk about this. And I was like, yeah, because it was, y'all know Henry Golding. Ooh, oh, Henry God. Golding. Crazy rich 
Asian Crazy bitch. rich Asians. He was on The Gentleman. I don't know if any of y'all saw that movie, but if you're ever horny and want to see some good suits and men that feel them well, watch The Gentleman. <laughs> I was horny one day and I went to that movie alone in a theater and I, I was satisfied. Oh, I'm going to... Sold. I'm watching it. It's not even it. like a sexy movie. It's just dudes wearing nice suits They're just hot. doing crimes. And I'm like, fuck yeah. They're hot. That's and hot. Henry Golding's in that. But anyway, Henry Golding is so hot. He's always hot. But he had a baby. He's always hot. He Yeah. Okay, let's just... He is a hot yeah. man. He's tall. He's muscular. Fine. That man is He's a beautiful fine. man. Okay? Beautiful man. But just like Nicole said, he had a baby recently. Mm. And listen... Let me, let me let me preface this by saying I do I do not I'm not a baby fever woman I'm not a woman that sees a man with a baby and gets like all excited I'm really not that girl but me either some dudes when they be having babies they do look like he he's the he is the guy for me that looks like so hot he, with a baby <laughs> he is he, you know what it is he is genuinely so loving mm-hmm. he's emitting love he he's in love with his daughter he's in love with mm-hmm. his wife he is so happy mm-hmm. and I think that's what we're 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 being drawn to is that he's genuinely filled with love Mm -hmm. and love for the people that he loves. You can tell they're loving him back properly and it's shining through glowing. It's that he's glowing. It's that glow that you cannot glow. You can't replicate it. Uh, with the fucking, with the diets and the fucking, the Zumba classes. Like you can't, that that's just when people love you and when you love your people, there is no there. You can't replicate that in in any capacity, in any photo, nothing. There is no replicating that. He is a like there, there's a picture specifically that he posted that his he said his uh, what's the caption? First time on daddy's shoulders yep. with a little crying emoji. And he looks so happy, and the baby looks so um, cute. They're both just so cute. Wait, I also have to say the first time, though, that I was like, oh, my God, was on Father's Day. I'll send this to you. He posted, first Father's Day, can't wait to be reunited with this little one. And it is a video of him holding his child by the water in the sunlight. He looks back at the camera. You wish you were taking the video. You wish you were that woman that he was looking at like that. And the baby just, like, yawns, and he's like, oh. And I'm like, I'm dead. I'm I'm unwell because this man, how am I supposed to find a, another man when there's this man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how can I? There's no reason. You can't, Nicole. You because can't. unless a man going to look at a baby like that instead of DMing strangers on the Internet like most married men do me, I can't exactly. be. I just can't be looking because that guy, he exists for somebody else. And I want them to just be happy and I'll just watch the videos, you know? It's I mean, beautiful. that's also what's lovely. It's, it's, it's that thing of like, it's not like I'm trying to fuck this woman's married, you know, baby no. daddy. I just, I'm just like, wow. And it doesn't feel, I'm I think it also sometimes with men with their kids, to be honest with me, it feels like they're posting it for people to drool over it. But with him, it feels genuine. Like he's just happy. I have a good story. I fucking one time was working with a comedic headliner who, uh, when we met, he showed me pictures of his two-week newborn mm-hmm. baby right he's showing me all these pictures and i was just like oh my god i mean the baby and she's so cute and me, 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 me. And in my head i was like wow like you know it's that pre- like you're like oh my god this this father loves his daughter that's so sweet he's telling me about his mm-hmm. wife and like what she went through and i was genuinely fascinated labor is ridiculous i'm any story i'm fascinated mm-hmm. by because i certainly never want to yeah. do it the baby was beautiful he was so proud he was so happy and then uh 
I'm not exaggerating. Within 10 minutes, this man was trying to fuck oh, me. Oh, yeah, of course. He he hit on me, and it was so... It was that thing where I was like, Tra- got trapped. oh, you're using <laughs> yeah. this baby yeah. to fuck and cheat on your wife. Yeah. And it's disgusting, and I hate it, and I, I was so angry. And I made some comments on stage about that because when I was on stage, obviously I rejected him, but when I was on stage... Uh, another man was like, he said something like kind of sexual to me, like a heckler was being sexu- sexual to me. And I immediately noticed he had a wedding band on and I was like, you fucking married pieces. And I just yeah. went in on this fool. And then when I got off stage, the headliner was like, oh, so you have a problem with married man hitting on you? And I was like, yes. yeah, I do actually. What is wrong with you, you piece of this shit? Is- like you're using your two There's, week old baby. That's the thing is like a lot of dudes, they use like a lot of single guys with dogs. They'll post pictures of their dogs. And you're like, babe, oh, it's yeah. not going to get me. I love, I love dogs, but that's like, I, you're not going to trade me with your dog. If you don't have a good personality, I don't care if your dog is cute. And then the right. same thing, but a dog is not a no, baby but a dog and is a not wife. A baby and a wife, but it's, it, it, that's what I'm saying is it's like the same thing. Like single guys, they have like the moves. A single guys have the dog move. And then a married guy has the baby move. And it's like, that's why you can see them popping in to take pictures with their babies, but then they're not maybe that good of a dad or they, use the baby pictures to try to get laid and it's like it's right. so odd and a lot of, that's why i'm saying a lot of time fathers and husbands are the ones in single women's dms trying yep. to holler and it's like i'm sorry sir <laughs> take father and sir. husband out your bio take your name out yeah. my dms like what are you doing yeah i mean i definitely i fucked a, a married dude once but it was because he never wore a wedding band and talk about his wife uh didn't talk about none of that shit mm-hmm. i definitely felt like I was bamboozled and I felt terrible about it once. And I didn't even find out through him. One of my homegirls was like, anyway, so such and such his wife. And I was like, I was eating. I was literally taking a bite of a sandwich. I I said, I'm sorry. Who's wait, what did you just say right now? And she told me and I was like, interesting and then i then i was i fucking lost it on this fool because i had no clue and that was and i was young and i that's when i learned like you have to ask men who are hating on you if they have a girlfriend if they are married somebody said something like you have to say like is there anyone at home that would be annoyed that knowing that you asked me out like even so that way that you you're covering it's all so your bases true you got a domestic it's partner so true. you got a girlfriend you got a wife what you got you know because it's like it's frustrating. And I think that a lot happens with men that's very silly, but it, it happens where they feel left out. They feel like they're not getting the attention they used to get from their wife, da da da. So they try to look around, but it's like, baby, can, can you not? Can you not? Yeah. But uh, anyway, we, Henry Golding, if you do want to, <laughs> if you For do want to uh, holler at a, you know, old, you know, lady in LA, wait, 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 holler you, at me. You, you did remind me of that old Mitch, perfect Mitch Hedberg joke where he was like, I don't have a girlfriend. I just have someone who would be mad if I, if she heard me say that, which is like the perfect, yes. the fucking perfect. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure I butchered it, but that's basically it. And it's so funny. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's all yeah, it is. Dude. Do you have someone that's at home that would be mad knowing that we're talking right now? If so, yep. we should yep. not be talking right now. Exactly. So this next segment that you've heard before is called How Did We Get Here? How did we get here? (laughs) How did we get here? So Jessie Wu is a comedian and she made a joke about Whitney Houston being dead on Wild and Out. And people are Mm -hmm. saying it's too soon. It has been 10 years, but people are like, listen, not okay. Don't do it. So the joke is on Wild and Out, there's a segment called Outgoing Message. Jessie was left with the task of portraying what she thinks the answer machine message would be for the late Whitney Houston. 
on the show, Jesse. This is from theshaderoom.com. Shout out to the shade room. A messy bitch, but we support her. On the show, Jesse began to remix Whitney's classic hit, I Will Always Love You. And she's saying, You have reached my line. I'm not going to sing it. You have reached my line. But unfortunately, I do not have the time. And I, she proceeded to say, I'm dead. So people thought it was too far. There's a lot of tweets where people were very upset about it. I want to read some of them because so it says, just saw Jesse Wu's joke on Whitney Houston on Wild and Out. Love a good kiki, but that wasn't really funny. Did anyone actually laugh? And then someone said, Jesse Wu, disrespectful for the Whitney Houston impersonation. Um, the Jesse Wu situation is in displaced anger. Does she produce the show? Who chose to put Whitney in that game? They tried on that show all the time, long before she joined, and yet, whatever. But but that's a great point. If it was too offensive, they wouldn't have aired it. Like, there's plenty of shit that comedians... I mean, every... The other thing about Wild and Out, it's just like the same as At Midnight. People think it's all fucking 100% improvised. It's right. not. Everything is fucking approved. Sure, there's plenty of material that's improvised, but all that shit gets edited. Right. They, they if, if it's too offensive, they cut it out. If they think, oh, this is too much, they cut it out. So I, they knew what they were doing. I mean, also, she, you know, it's... She Go didn't ahead. even say anything. She just said, I am dead. You've reached my line, but unfortunately, I do not have the time and I'm dead. <laughs> That's I true. I mean, I don't think it's offensive, but I also, I love saying wild shit. You, I, as a comedian, if you're a good comedian, you stay pushing the line. You stay saying wild shit. You stay saying hyperbolic shit, generalizations. Like, that's part of the funny shit, but that's not even a hyperbolic statement. The bitch is She's dead. Literally like, I'm fact. sorry, but, and rest in peace. And we love Whitney Houston, like greatest singer to ever live. The, the, the vocal reach is unmatched. But the reality is when you're a comedian, you're supposed to go for the edge shit. Right. Like, and you're like, supposed to be wild. If you're improvising, that's the thing is like you're playing to the top of your intelligence. You're going to say things that are facts that you know. You're going to say them without maybe processing through it. And also, I probably would have said something similar too, not even thinking about it. Because I don't think it's weird to say that someone is dead when they're dead. <laughs> I just always find it funny when people are offended by a joke, you know, like you're supposed to be watching comedy. We should find humor in everything. I I did a tweet uh, like saying that white people don't have culture. If white people don't have culture, then explain QAnon. That was my joke. Mm -hmm. I had white dudes in my DMs pissed about it. So mad. And it's that thing where I'm always just like. Oh, when you make, you know, generalizations or or you make any joke about a group and they find it offensive, but they don't, they're not offended by other shit. That's what bothers me. Like, okay, I'm sure that girl has made other offensive jokes, but because it didn't hurt their feelings, they don't care. Well, it's also because there's certain things and that's what this is about. Like, this is about people's reverence for Whitney Houston more than it is about the joke because they, she, there's a, there's a lot of jokes that it's like, you could say anything and then someone's going to go cuckoo about it because it's like Whitney Houston. There's been moments where I like wanted to post like a, (laughs) my plans versus the Delta variant or something like joke where it was like Whitney looking great and then Whitney looking bad. And I'm like, I would never post that because you can't make jokes about Whitney Houston even though you could make jokes about other fucked up celebrities, but if like you make fun of the wrong one, cause she's so loved and like with white people's like in saying something about white culture, I think immediately you're going to spark some people's thing. All they're going to read is white culture. And then hear somebody's like right. making fun of it. And they'll be like, we have culture. And it's like, okay, calm down, Brian. But, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying is you're saying that her, her, like she's beloved. Right. But that's, but some people, especially comedians, stand up comedians specifically, we don't have a line. We are ready to right. make a joke Comedians about don't, but the audience does. That's what I'm, exactly, the audience has a line that's drawn no matter what the comedian says. Exactly. 
And then we know we do have to deal with the repercussions. And sometimes when you have someone like MTV behind it, it's like, okay, so whose responsibility was it? Like, you guys know your audience. So like, whose decision was it? Like, she obviously said that it was obviously, quote unquote, offensive. So who who is okay with it? You know? Yeah. And also offensive things that like it's the internet talking. It's the thing is there's no such thing as bad publicity. The internet is talking. The shade room's talking about it. People are talking about it. That's why they put it on. A t- it's the same thing I was talking exactly. about the other day with the poll quotes. You do an interview, you say one thing that's kind of mm-hmm. weird. And that's the quote that leads the article. And it's like, exactly. I don't know. I, I think it's, it's just, no that. What is it? There's no bad press. There's no bad press. And I think it's really interesting to see people say like that joke isn't even is it a joke as much as it is is her saying something that's like a fact it's a statement yeah exactly <laughs> but it's like because it was like it was like when i used to do shows uh at second city it was the same thing where it was like you'd say something about race and you even start to say it and people you can feel the whole rooms like assholes clench because they're like i'm yeah. i'm going to get mad at you i just need to wait till you're done talking and then i'm gonna be mad and it's like that's what this situation is if you ask me because she wasn't saying yeah, nothing I agree. and you know what was this what category is this <laughs> Uh, oh, how did we get here? How did we get here, people? Anyway, I think that's the show. That's the show. Oh, my God. Nicole, this was so fun. I, I need to do more podcasts drunk. This was really fun. I, when Marcella talks, the thing is, like, I don't always agree with her with the things she says. So, you know, yes, dear baby, you should. <laughs> it's yeah, fun, it fun, though. <laughs> Nicole, where can people find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Nicole Thurman, N-I-C-C-O-L-E-T-H-U-R-M-A-N. Same with Instagram. And then watch Jellystone. But we already, we already promoted that too much, so we're good. Watch Jellystone, though. Yeah. And I'm at Marcella Comedy everywhere on social media. And I just want to give a shout out to Stephanie Aguilar, our sound engineer, who's so incredible. And our producer, Danielle Jones-Wesley, who is so amazing. And we're so blessed to be uh, with an all-woman team. This is so great. And and, uh, shout out to us. We're great. Definitely. Y'all, we'll check you next week. Listen every Thursday. Like, subscribe, and share, baby. Please leave a review and rate it and share it. It it helps the podcast. So thank you. Thanks, y'all. Peace out. See you next time. That was a headgum podcast.